Welcome to the podcast. Are you ready to thrive? You've tuned in to the most joy-filled podcast on the internet. Just like finding that bonus French fry at the bottom of the bag. Welcome to The Last Fry with Patrick and Deacon B. Good day, sir. How are you today? Well, I'm, I'm hanging in there. Hanging in there, yes. Yeah, I, yes. Uh, I thought it would be a great idea to try the flu this year. So on <laughs> Sunday night. Did it, did it work out well for you? <laughs> no. No, it's still not working out. I got it last Sunday. <laughs> And uh, we're recording this on a Saturday, so it's almost a week. And I have gone through every level of flu, from the body aches to the chest pain, from the excessive coughing to the, now I'm in the sinusy piece. So all the body pieces have gone away. All of that's settled. Now it's in the head. I, I, well, you, I have you not kind of have that... You've got that melodious... I, I do I do have a little bit of a lower voice today. A little, but, little, yeah, so little now melodious we're, we're, Melina. We're in the head right now in the sinusy area, so I'm hoping this is the last level of uh, of hell uh, for the flu, and um, and I'll be back. But I have not had a good night's rest since last Sunday. So <laughs> well, I'm, we'll I'm, wish you, we yeah. will wish you a good a good night's rest. And speaking of good and goodness, hey. welcome into the show, everyone. Today we continue our series of the kind of fruits of the spirit. And today we'll be talking about goodness and we've hit patience and we've hit kindness and kind of, we were talking a little bit before the show as we kind of, kind of ease in because kindness and goodness, you know, kind of overlap a little bit. Um, So we're kind of take a little bit of a a perspective look at goodness today. Uh, But we wanted to follow up with kindness to yourself. I know we talked a little bit last week about being kind to others and, you know, having kind of a, kind of a kindness change of heart kind of thing. But really sometimes it's important to be kind to yourself. I think sometimes our most critical uh, adversary is the person in the mirror. You know, Mm -hmm. there's, there's Mm -hmm. whatever it is being at a physical attribute or you beat yourself down for intellectual things or performance things or whatever else it may be. Sometimes our, most harsh critic is ourselves. So yes. be kind to yourself, you know, give yourself a little bit of slack, give yourself some time and be patient with, uh, with the kind of person you're growing into. If you are in fact, hopefully growing into a better person as Absolutely. Uh, is always the case here on the show. So and, and you and I are always giving, we're always giving, we're always trying to help that person next to us, which is why I think our focus last week was from that perspective, even though in pre-show we talked about the kindness to yourselves. So I would argue that you and I are probably two gentlemen who need to be kinder to ourselves more frequently than we are. I agree. Um, I agree. And, and uh, that's not a slam on either one of us. It's just that if you think about the show last week and where we were coming from, it really was coming from the way we process our world and the fact that we're always looking for a way to give and to be kind to others. And we will do that at the sacrifice of ourselves. And we are not alone. I bet you there is a whole lot of our listeners who do the exact same thing. So I think Kevin, that we bringing that up on the show today is absolutely important and a great way to kick off this week's topic, which is 
Goodness. Goodness, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And I think sometimes when we look at goodness, it's not just good things. Because if I were to ask everybody right. in the audience, hey, you know, let us know from the mailbag or think to yourselves or write it down on a piece of paper right now, you know, the top three good people that you know. Right. Or mm-hmm. just name a good person in society. Right. Um, there's a certain aspect that's different than just action. Because certainly good people do good things. But so do bad people. I mean, you can have somebody that's just really nasty that writes a check for a million dollars to a homeless shelter or, you know, help Mm -hmm. somebody up and they fall in a puddle or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever from very small to very large. So when you really describe a good person, there's certain internal aspects or attributes that really kind of come to the forefront. And I know that you looked up some, some sort of synonyms to goodness and yeah, what'd you find? So, so the words that really hit me when I was doing my little study were the words associated with goodness were excellence, purity, virtue, grace, and benevolence. Yeah. Yeah. So all those words, I did the same kind of thing. It seems like good people have a certain kind of moral compass, right? There's some right. sort of a, it's like an internal desire to be sort of better than what is going on around them and not in a, not in a prideful way or not in a judgmental right. way, but right. in an actual, in, in a goodness kind of way. And so one of the, looking up some, some ideas on developing goodness and a lot of the topics had to be with habits that mm. you need to change your habits on how you look at the world, how you interact with humanity, <clears throat> how you think all of these things develop a, a sense of goodness towards okay. towards your uh, your fellow human beings. So I thought that was pretty cool. And then I was looking into uh, how how do we become a good person? Okay. And most of it, especially with, it was mostly de- designed around you know raising good kids or whatever. Okay. But the concepts are very much uh, consistent. And there's this phrase that that a certain aspect or whatever is caught and not taught. You know, so if you are, <laughs> if you're a parent trying to raise a good child, or if you're an employer trying to raise good employees, or I guess we're not as raised, trained, but I don't know what the word is. Right. Yeah. Um, but, but modeling, <clears throat> modeling goodness is one of the best ways to sort of, uh, what's the word, proliferate to, uh, to kind of teach people how to be sure. good is to model it yourself. And so when people are looking at you, they think, well, that's really a good person. What does that look like? And it, it involves doing kind things. Certainly it involves doing good things. And there's lots of great examples in my own life. Uh, that just, just yesterday, we got a little snowstorm here in, mm. in the Springs. And the neighbor's, the neighbor's son was out there shoveling snow and shoveled all the way up my whole sidewalk and shoveled my entire oh. sidewalk just just it was just a good thing you know it's just a, just a, a good thing to do um and then we were young in our married life we took a road trip and uh ended up outside of the grand canyon in this in, in my best sister's um truck and this clutch burned out and we're like mm. we're literally stranded in the middle of nowhere arizona <laughs> and uh you know, this car came by and I stepped, <laughs> you know, stepped out in the middle of the, you know, the little two lane sort of country road thing and waved. And this, you know, this guy pulled over and I just said, Hey, you know, we're, 
we're dead in the water here. And he's like, Hey, no problem. We're, you know, we hopped in, he gave us right into town and dropped us off at the little, uh, auto mechanic shop and nice. just those kind of things, you yeah. know, just it's some, our lives. And then obviously with the Nathan stuff, we've had so many oh. people that have modeled goodness to us, including, you know, my parents and I'm sure your sure. parents and, sure. and you know, your, your family, your spouse, you know, you see goodness all around you. And, uh, so that's, yeah. that's the way to go. So one of my favorite stories about that involving my son, actually. So as all of you know, or a lot of you know, he works for a, a tire company here in town, changing out tires and fixing flats and all of that jazz. And uh, we were, I, I took him to Maui two years, almost three years now ago um, to visit my family. He had never really met them as an adult. So I took him out there for a week and we were up on the top of Haleakala, which is a little bit higher actually in altitude than the mountain behind me here in Albuquerque. And we were at the top watching the sunset. Absolutely stunning. Unreal. So we're walking back to our cars, frozen. Uh, we're walking back to our cars. And a big old SUV, like a Yukon, had a flat front tire. And Maxwell didn't say a word. He just saw it and stopped and made left. Now my aunt was in front of us. And she's walking to the car kind of downhill. And I didn't get to reach her to let her know that we had stopped because I'm thinking I got to watch this conversation. So right. uh, he walks up and he says, Hey, I see you have a flat tire and the park rangers there and the park rangers saying, Hey, we close this at 10 and you got to have this out of here. But it's, it's from the nearest town, 45 minutes to the top of the mountain. Right. And the tow trucks are an hour, hour and a half away. Right. So there's no way. Well, Maxwell doesn't need the manual to figure out how to take a tire off a car because right. there's the, the way the, 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 the spares are mounted anymore. It's, it's a little bit of calculus to figure out how to get right. these things to drop. So I was like, oh, I got this dad. Well, my poor aunt goes all the way to the car and realizes she's lost her two <laughs> So she starts walking up the hill. Well, by the time she gets up the hill to find out where, and it's, the sun is setting. We're there for sunset, so now it's getting dark. Right. <clears throat> and he's he's already got the guy's keys. He's under the car with the crank getting the spare. And this is a Yukon. Those tires are, are big. big. Yeah, they're real. There's not they're, those little yeah, fake little donut real. things. And yeah. it was a whole family. It was a mom, a dad, a couple of three teenagers in their you know, early-ish, mid-ish teens. And Max is all of what now? 21? I think he was 21 right. at the time. And uh, he's got the spare cranking down. He's got the tire iron out he's just busting right and i'm there with his phone and my phone providing light that was my job was the light man right you were um, the, right you were stadium I, I lighting helped, right i could have helped physically but there was not enough light so I've, I've got the lights going on and the parents are watching and the kids are in the car and he said hey you guys can stay in there just don't wiggle around a whole lot because i've got this on a jack so he's got the tire off he's putting the new tire on he's got the old tire back up under the, in 20 minutes like the uh -huh. kid just nothing right and at the end of the, and the people didn't ask him, he just said, Hey, I, there's no way that a tow truck's going to get up here. I can change this for you. And they're like, what? They were, they were so confused at the offer. And so he goes in, changes the tire out, puts the spare up under there. The, the spare is a little low, but it's enough to get him back into town and the whole bit. And the guy tries to hand Max money. And Max's like, no, 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 no. Hang on to that. This was nothing. This was nothing. Get out. The dad starts to get teary at the whole thing. And that's that combination of kindness and goodness, right? Because the goodness was changing the guy's tire. The kindness was, I'm not, not only am I not taking your money, I'm going to wish you a great rest of your trip. Right. And, you know, hope to see you on the other side. And then we jumped to my aunt's car, went down and had dinner. And right. So, and this was a 21 year old 
modern kid. Wow, that's so great. Well, yeah, and for you as a dad, that's oh, got to do wonders bro. for you, right? Oh, I mean, to yeah. think that's, you know, that's sure. my boy, right? That's yeah. the kid that I raised is is to mm-hmm. be that kind of human being. Yeah. Um, yeah could, so that's got to do, that's got to yeah. do wonders for you as and, a dad. Yeah. Needless to say, his aunt thinks he's hung the moon and yada, yada, yada. But, um, but it was just awesome to see him just automatically. I didn't have to nudge him. I didn't have to ask him, hey, do you think we should help the guy? Uh, because there was no way, there was no way, th- there was no good solution other than to change out the tire. And the dad, the whole time was like, I had no idea that's one, where the spare was Two, That's how you got the spare off. He was, it would have been, if that rental car had the owner's manual in it, and a lot of them don't, right? Uh, there, there would have just been a mess up there. And the kid had it on, off, put away, ready to go, bada bing. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it was crazy. Good for you. Way to go, Max, if you're listening. Yeah. Good for you. And but, yeah. and what a great story that now they'll have that story forever, right? Oh, forever. So when, when the kids go back to school or when, the, you know, when they're talking about the trip, do you remember that time we were in Hawaii yeah. and that young man just, all of a sudden he just appeared out of nowhere yeah. and, and changed our tire and it was just amazing and, you know, it motivated us to be better people or it, was, it made such an impact on our, on our children. Or, you just never know. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like we talked about so. yesterday or last yeah. week. With the ripple yeah. in the pond, right? You never really know how exactly how your your action is going to carry on. So exactly. Uh, so speaking of actions carrying on, I know. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Little yeah. We got some mail. We got some mail. <sighs> nice. So it's been a little bit since we jumped into the mailbag, and uh, we've got some fun, some fun mailbag stuff this week for sure. So, um, kind of on the on the quick, the quick side of the mailbag, uh, got a text message and some shout outs from some local folks up here in the Springs. Uh, My good buddy Tim from Holy Apostles uh, said that he's been listening to quite a few episodes. So Tim H here in the Springs, thanks for reaching out and thanks for being uh, one of our loyal listeners, Uh, Vicky. Uh, one of our um, one of the wives of of our deacon community and and her husband are also uh, listeners to the show and they said they're enjoying the episodes and then we got a shout out from John our buddy John in Carol- North Carolina North Carolina <laughs> yeah right North yeah. Carolina you bet John North Carolina uh, that was talking about his uh, patience about the patience episode and said that his patience is inversely related to the volume of his bladder and I said all right I can. <laughs> And in fact, I, I reminded me of a, of a thing about uh, time, right? The, the the length of a minute depends on which side of the bathroom door you're on. Correct. So um, thanks for the shout out from John. And then you had a, some fun, you had some really fun so, stuff. Speaking of Max and tires. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Max working at at the tire shop uh, is is working with a gentleman on his truck. I think it was a truck. I think it was new tires, but that's not germane to the story. My son will chat with anybody and make you a friend or try to make you a friend. And he's visiting with this older gentleman, probably our age is my guess. And somehow, some way they make the connection that the gentleman knows you. All right. A, a, so a friend of the they, deacon. Yeah. So they, they get to chatting some more and Maxwell discovers that Phil M in Albuquerque listens to the last fry a lot. Hello, Phil. 
And Phil described the show, and this just absolutely melted me. He said, it's all meat with a little bit of gravy. And <laughs> it was like, Phil, what a line. I've got I've to put that on a piece of wood and put it over my desk. I think, so I think we got to put, put that on our merch. We got yeah. <laughs> to have a Last Fry t-shirt that has the Last Fry right. on the front. And then big old steak. Big, and then on the back side of it, you know, all meat with oh a little bit gosh. of gravy. Oh, oh, my God. That's fantastic. So, yeah, a lot of meat with a little bit of gravy. So, Phil, Phil M. here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, thank you so much. I hope your encounter with Maxwell was equally as kind and filled with goodness as yeah. he al almost always makes everybody feel. But you absolutely made my day. It was so moving to Max that he called me. He didn't even text. He actually called me on the phone and said, you're not going to believe this, Dad. So he shared that story, and I got Phil's name and said, I'm, I'm definitely putting in this on the so sh so show. So Phil, if you are hearing this, your message made it all the way to the show. And it was a highlight of today's. Absolutely. Mailbag. So we thank you, you being so much for being a listener and please share this with others in your community. There we go. Absolutely. Well, yeah. So be sure and give us, you know, if you have some examples, cause we've all experienced it. We all experienced times when we have been good you know, in, in ourselves, right. We've been just good people. And there's times when we've done good and kind things. And maybe you've had a transformation. Maybe you've had sort of that sure. aha moment in your life mm -hmm. where you realized I am not the person that I know I was created to be. I am not the person that I want to be. Something's got to change. I can be better than this. Yeah. And you just made the decision to, to try to figure out what that looks like. How do I become better? How do I become a good person? Uh, and it doesn't have to be the, the grand things, you know, I, I mean, we think about oh. good people, right? We think about, you know, mother Teresa, or are we thinking about, you know, these organizations, these philanthropic organizations that, you know, feed millions of homeless people every day. And those are awesome, <clears throat> but it can be something as tiny as, you know, changing a tire as tiny yep. as, um, my daughter was talking about, um, she came across this poor this lady that was in the bathroom at a, at a, at a little gas station, an elderly woman, and just, you know, couldn't get off, couldn't get off the toilet. She was, and mm. she was just trapped in this like gas station stall. And, and the poor thing didn't know what to do because, you know, her friend was, and so my daughter, God bless her. That's, you know, she's an OT and she works with the elderly and her and her friends were there and they just, you know, got into the stall and helped her up and, you know, cleaned her up a little bit and, and took her back to the car. And it was just such a, again, you know, thinking, oh, that's my girl, right? That's, that's, that is the kind of person that, that I raised. So, uh, I should say we raised, but Mary Beth has a ton of, oh, of goodness that she's bro. pumped into the kids. Talk about caught and taught, you know, on yeah. both sides. Um, so that's, Mary uh, Beth that's, is, that's, that's is our the embodiment girl. of goodness, quite yeah. frankly, in my opinion. So, um, and it's little things, you know, we, in school, <clears throat> one of, uh, Brianna's good friends, Caitlin from Albuquerque. Caitlin, if you're listening, here's a shout out. Um, but they did the whole St. Baldrick's thing, you know, where you, there's an organization where you, yeah. you, you pretty much cut off all your hair. Yeah. You almost down to yeah. the bald, you know, that's yep. the name. Yep. And you raise money to do it. And then yep. they use the hair to make wigs for children with cancer, you know, that are, that are bald because of the chemo. Um, yeah. Yep. So stuff like that. I came across the story of a, of a man. There was a picture of a guy with, uh, he was at Walmart and it was after January and his cart was just full of the little Santa hats because oh. they were on, you know, 75% off. And the guy said, Hey, you know, sure. what are you, what you doing there? And he said, well, every year 
I go to Walmart and I buy all of their hats for 75% off. And then the following year, starting in November, I go to all the children's hospitals and I pass out hats for all the kids and all the staff so they have fresh Santa hats to wear for the whole Christmas season. And I thought that is also super cool. So big and little ways where you can change and be good and make the world a better place. Yep. And and back to your point about being small, it's as simple as a smile that's yep. well placed. It, it it we're not talking huge efforts, folks. It's a lot of times those little things are awesome. I read a book recently that um, hopefully we might make a, a a little tiny series of this show, uh, but the line was, "Do for the one that you wish you could do for the many." Yeah. I like that line. And we might explore that a little bit here in 2024, but uh, you're exactly right, Deacon. That is exactly spot on killer. Correct. So, um, and we're only, uh, we're only three topics into this nine topic deal. So we've got even more to share with you. I'm having a blast. I think this is great. This This is, is, this is helping me sort of, you know, process my own life and take some introspective looks. And so we are with you, our audience, Patrick and I are, have not achieved perfection in any sense of the word. So not, not even remotely close. So we are, we are on this journey as well. And it's been, it's been good for me to think, wow, you know, how can I become Better at being good, you know. How can yeah. I become gooder? So I know it's not a word, but <laughs> but but how from the inside out? How can I transform yeah. from the inside out? So uh, as you travel through your next week or month or whatever it is, uh, we hope that you have a good day, that you make it a good day, and that you can bring the goodness of yourself from the inside out, just like a big batch of the last fry. Please visit us on Instagram at the last fry podcast, Facebook at the last fry and Twitter at last fry podcast. Please leave us a comment about this or any of our episodes. We really appreciate your feedback. The Pulse bumper music was composed by Evgeny Kiselevich and is used under a royalty-free license purchased through safemusiclist.com. Mailbag music and additional sound effects are provided via a royalty-free license purchased through fesslianstudios.com donation and from the YouTube Studio Library. Use of other sound effects or music beds will be credited in the episode notes when appropriate.